0: Are we starting from scratch?
1: Uh well I wanted to put it there just in case. Okay. Um I saved the other one, so we might have we, we had might've... a little
0: technical snafu that resulted in about a five minute break there. Boy, that was crazy. Do you wanna do you wanna fill us in a little bit? What happened? I was just,
1: you know, starting to get really, really in my zone. You, know? you were
0: do- really close to the zone.
1: And I and I and I was like melting a little bit in my zone in my chair. <clears throat> And I was just feeling it, and then my arm hit um,
0: this old stupid coffee cup here. That, for the record, is a Styrofoam pull-tab coffee cup, which in some places, maybe New York City Street, that's a, a still a common thing. But I can't tell you the last time I saw someone drinking out of a Styrofoam. I think is a reason why those have been discontinued by the Los Angeles I market.
1: I don't trust a man that doesn't drink from a bodega.
0: Styrofoam, really? Coffee you cup every now and then. Pref- oh, you add it every now and then. Every right? now and then, every right. now and then. Absolved. Yeah, nice yeah. work. Nice save. Yeah. Ooh, a little pickup there—the old glove. Badoom, <laughs> Yeah, not, <laughs> nice. not, not not all the time. Just nights and Ooh, weekends. That's a good idea for like a, a production tag. Uh, the sound of a ball getting picked up in a glove—that where it hits right before. We call it. I, I played baseball when I was a kid, but we used to called it a pickup. Like, when you pick. You know, anyone know what I'm talking about? Nope. You're the only one here. Did you play baseball? Um, a little bit not really well there's this the, you know every sport every every physical activity like you said just second os uh, being in the zone everyone knows what those little moments the perfect throw the the just the right catch in the pocket of the glove you know the the right release in your hand the swish going through you know the crack of the bat um, you know the right punch everything feels really good when it's mathematically precise at that moment for the individual athlete and the pickup again I, I stopped playing baseball when I was yeah. like, 13 or 12 or something like that, but I played since I was 7, so that was a chunk of my childhood I played a lot of baseball, and there's something in that world of, like, catching it just right and we call it something a pickup where the ball, usually it was the first hop on the ground, but it didn't necessarily have to be, but there's this mathematical ka-chunk where it hits the ground one millisecond before you time it to bounce into your glove, and that is God, that's a satisfying moment, (laughs) and as a fielder
1: Love this, the moment of hitting a swish.
0: That's the best. Yeah? Yeah. Man, the old swish. Um, mm-hmm. I'm so old, they used to tra- uh, train us in basketball to use the backboard. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not a bad thing to know how to do. No, there's different times for different shots where, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, you're not going for a swish on a layup. That no, might be a wrong sure. choice. But when you're shooting from the outside, <clears throat> pardon me, at, you know, outside of 10 feet, you're usually going for right in the bucket. Nothing but net. Dude, I banked a three-pointer once. I'm talking like JV, like banked a three-pointer at the top of the key, and I remember instead of being praised for making the shot, it was like, you just banked a three-pointer with a loser. It's mm, like, yeah, that's great. That's funny. You never go for the bank at the top of the key for three-pointer. No, that it's was probably an accident. Yeah, I mean, I was 14 and yeah. in the heat of the moment in a basketball game. Yeah, I, who knows like what the hell I was thinking. Throwing it towards the hoop. No, I actually uh, <laughs> had very good form, but that's beside the point, Cooper. Um, in fact, that three-pointer is was during one of the the moment. Like again, if you know me, you're like, really, you play basketball? I don't, believe, I don't buy it. Yeah, um, I don't buy it. Yeah, I don't buy it. I was the shortest kid on the team. I was the littlest. Uh, you know, I wasn't the star athlete by any means, but for a little Jewish kid in in rural New England, I played a lot of basketball. Um, but I wasn't a high scorer. I usually played defense. That was mm-hmm. what I was best at. Uh, harassing some guy with you know. I feel like you'd be good at like convincing the guy why he shouldn't try to make the shot. Exactly. Most yeah, no, of the wait, time. Wait, wait, wait. Now before you do that, I feel like you would. <laughs> have you thought this through? Because yeah, have you sometimes this through? shooting is not the wisest choice. Think of the outcomes. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. This moment, that bucket was was in the midst of one of my shining little moments as a as a young uh, basketball player. Um. But before that banked top of the key three pointer i had just made like a, a layup and so i have two points now i had yeah. now i had five points in a row like back to back and then i don't know what happened but we got the ball again i got the ball again and i drained like a 12 footer and had seven points in about 30 seconds wow and then when the and the team like called timeout like i like i went on a run little me like five two yeah uh that and the, and the bench went crazy because that it wasn't something I did, right? Yeah, you know, right, that right. wasn't my thing. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so when that happened, I remember it was a it was crazy. I remember it, walking like literally walking back to the bench because they called the timeout because I'm fucking me. The other yeah. team was like, let's regroup because a little this little Jewish kid. Um, and I remember going back to the bench and the coach was like, you know, all right, okay, like he's like this is his moment. Um, and my buddy in the audience looked at me and he put his hands out like this, like he make seven fingers. He goes seven points because that was like unheard of for me to, to yeah, do yeah, in yeah. that that short amount of time um but yeah every once in a while like you get in the zone and it just kind of unfolds and you're not i don't know what I, I wasn't making choices i was just we were just playing right um that was a lot of fun uh i really man basketball meant, meant so much at the time at that young age
1: yeah i played like yeah middle school i think i played basketball in middle school
0: yeah i will say that i
1: stopped and that's when i did the
0: mascot thing Dude, did you ever see Freaks and Geeks? Yes. That mascot episode is one of my favorites. It's a good one. If I, I mean, if anyone listening hasn't seen Freaks and Geeks, it's literally, and I've probably said this before, but um, James Franco's best work. I can't think of anything that was superior to that. And I, I'm sure did he's done great Did you watch the stuff.
1: show that I told you to watch? No, I have not. Well, well What is go. it on? Uh, Hulu.
0: What's it called? called again? Hulu.
1: Uh, 11 something 23
0: It's the number 11 something 23 I gave you the name of it episodes ago so yeah, and I didn't watch it, and now I'm asking for the information again because I would like nope, to. because I looked. It up. I'm not allowed to make a mistake.
1: No, no, no. It's just I looked up the name of it because it's like a num. It's a name that's in. It's just numbers, and I don't want to look it up again. I so will. You're gonna have to go
0: back and listen to the episode. No problem. Find Although it. I could probably just go to IMDb or Googling. No, nope, not allowed to. Numbers. James Franco. Shitty stuff. I don't want to watch. Bing pops up. It's good. Uh, I'm sure it is. I, w- I will definitely check it out. I made I the, heard the Ballad of Buster Scruggs is really good with him. I saw it three times in in as many days. I watched it three times in a row. Really? Yes, I really liked it.
1: Why? Th- how are you watch something three times in a row?
0: What do you mean? That's how much I liked it. But like, I don't often. Don't you, you, don't don't, don't,
1: you don't give yourself any
0: buffer time before between. That's how much I liked that particular movie when it came out on Netflix. I watched it. The next night, I watched it again, and then I was like, I went home the third night, and I was like. God damn it! I want to see that again. So I did. I watched it again. Um, It's more uh, like—is it? I haven't seen it
1: yet, but it's more like uh, a bunch of short movies in one, right? It's it's vignettes. Yeah, it's like five
0: little vignettes. um, Cool. From you know eight to twenty minute long each. Yeah. And uh, it's fantastic. Um, I remember being on Reddit a few days into watching it, and (sighs) you ever go on watch it? Sorry. What's that?
1: (laughs) Nothing. Go ahead.
0: I didn't hear you say. I
1: said you ever go on watch it? What's that? Reddit. Watch
0: it. Oh no, that's a good one. I got. Uh, we yeah. should create that. Watchit.com. Um, it's just YouTube. Now it's gone. Now it's over. But yeah, I went on Reddit the following day or two, and of course, most people were praising it because it's a beautiful piece, and a couple people were, you know, of course, ripping it apart. And uh, I remember just being personally offended that anyone could could not appreciate it. You don't have to love it, but to not appreciate what a beautiful telling. I mean, it wasn't like it was done poorly by someone who had never done anything before. And it was like, therefore, it's, um, is it the Coen brothers? mm mm-hmm. um, Doing really beautiful stuff that, I, I, yeah, I'm a little partial to Western-y stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm watching uh, Deadwood again now. I like, I like that old, dirty Western style. And I didn't like every vignette. In fact, the last one, I, like I said, I watched it three times. Don't like the last story. It didn't really get me. Uh, yeah. and The other four I, or five I adored. So I, I definitely recommend it, and it's yeah, it's all over the place, but it's not one story. Right. I mean, I, I don't know why that, like that somebody on Reddit really didn't like that. they were like, it's not cohesive. I'm like, I, if all right, you didn't like it, but man, it was so beautiful for what it was. These little these little stories.
1: Um, I forget what the movie was. I saw it, AFI, I think, but it was the same. It was like a bunch of vignettes, and it was and I loved the movie. I, I can't. The name's escaping me. It was a foreign film. It, sound, uh, it sounds great. I'll, I'll figure it out until the next episode. But it but uh is I think is it called Wild?
0: Might be called Wild. Did you see the really fucking good. Kevin Hart interview, Joe Rogan? I think no, I haven't yeah. watched it yet. I only watched you know. Remind me you you
1: can finish this, but uh back on Wild? Say no Reddit and then I'll tell you. Well
0: the the, the Kevin Hart thing's gonna be pretty long. Let's backtrack to Reddit first. <laughs> Kevin Hart.
1: I love that you you're telling me straight like hey listen I, I we're not going back here.
0: It's a it's it's profound. I only watched 16 minutes and I have so many things to say but go ahead. Um so
1: I was curious if you are one to ever go on Reddit and
0: like submit. I think I've submitted read? a couple of times, mm-hmm. but no, I'm yeah. mostly a lurker. Got it. Yeah. Um you know, you make comments but it's so fucking pointless.
1: Yeah, it's it means nothing. I mean, I have.
0: I mean, I have an opinion after everything I read, but I've. Of course. I've pretty much don't comment anymore. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't go anywhere. It's not, It's an, I, and I usually save those thoughts for what we talk about here. Yeah. So it's pretty easy. Um, ready for Kevin Hart? Yep. Okay. So I'm not like a Kevin Hart fan, but I have nothing against him. Um, I don't even care. I didn't even really follow that that controversy about something he said years ago. I think it was offensive to somebody. I don't know what because I, I don't take the jokes that comedians say so seriously that I need to get upset about it. Yeah, it there was, are lots of jokes I don't agree with. Like I don't think it's funny, or I don't agree with that premise. But you got to do that all the time for me to be like, yeah, I don't like your, I don't like you.
1: Yeah, it's stupid. Why people? Do you remember what it was? Yeah, it, it was a stand-up joke. He was just like, uh, he talks about like what he would do if his son was gay, and he was really upset about it. Yeah, like but but jokey upset. It wasn't like it wasn't like even
0: if he was just because I don't feel the same way, I can understand someone else feeling that way based on how human development is and always has been and will be. Right. people but are different the, places in their, their the lives. In the context of the
1: joke, you'd have to be like an absolute idiot to be like, Wow, he really thinks that? because it's it's very jokey the way he tells it on stage and you can oh, okay. tell from him like no if his son was gay he obviously he wouldn't
0: be like that and you tell a joke you have to commit to that position to make the joke work you can go i thought this would be a funny idea if i did it. you have to go like i didn't think that like you kind of have to right, yeah. like
1: and yeah it's just so dumb i mean if you ta- if you if you use that same con or same method or ideology for kevin hart and his son situation then anybody could be like yeah bill burr's so racist or this person's so this or bill burr's so sexist or like this person's it it's all fucking jokes right they're all jokes like people go and spend money to hear somebody tell jokes and then if they say something a little off or they're like mm, no that's not okay i want you to tell me the jokes i want to hear right it's like dude I get some jokes are not in good taste and and maybe don't work, and the comedians usually probably like seven or eight times out of ten will realize it and just scrap the joke, be like, ah, it didn't hit, it didn't work.
0: Or a comedian, if they're really good, like someone like Kevin Hart, they're not just a comedian, they're a philosopher. Good comedians are philosophers, right and they apply their thoughts, they reflect on the way that they are, and they change for the better for the most part. um. I'm sure there are a handful of people out there who don't change They're always the same They're racist and that's their humor and that's fine Okay, Probably not going to like their material But most comedians use Their introspection to ultimately Become better people uh, You could even argue that Louis C.K., the mistakes that he made Which were a, longer, a long yeah, time ago yeah. That he did grow from that And he does realize he overstepped And that it wasn't cool And, and, uh, and I, he probably is a better person for that um, I can't imagine he wouldn't be He's such a smart guy in his way uh, but that's a whole nother situation too. Cause that's like, he, he
1: calls it like, uh, he has a problem or addiction. Like, so it's like, well, yeah,
0: we're all addicted. To, I'm addicted to sugar. It's not good. Um, yeah, but sugar is better for the outside world for you to be. Sure. I'm only to. hurting myself for the most part. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, sexual addictions are, are, are not, um, they're a real thing. Yeah. Um, I'm, I feel fortunate that I don't think I have any, um, but some people do and it and it drives them to make very poor choices and then it comes back to destroy them and hopefully not too many people in their path um so a comedian who let's let's use Kevin Hart as an example he makes this joke that is completely insensitive to the gay community now let's say it's a real feeling he has but it's only like 10% of of his his makeup it's not like he's 100% against his son being gay but 10% he is where you know, he kind of wanted to identify where he could talk about women to him. Or as a kid, he was like, "My son's going to be the kind of manly um, definition that I see as as a man," mm. um, and that and that his DNA and his programming still harbors a small percentage of distaste for this thing. Now he takes that ten percent that he's still not proud of, but he know ex- he knows exists, and he develops that into a joke, which highlights his situation and his insecurities and his and his apprehension of being okay with his son being gay um if
1: his son is even gay his son mind you it's at a this joke. point
0: is like it's a hypothetical based on two, a 10% thing
1: and this is also maybe 12 or 13 years ago
0: Exactly. So <laughs> like, he he expands. So he writes a joke, and jokes take fucking time yeah, to yeah. write and work yeah. and try and then keep. It was in a special, or it was just yeah, in, a st- no, it was in a special. Okay. So he had, which means that sucker had a long path.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He builds that, and what he's doing for people like you and I is he's highlighting that insecurity in human nature and making it into a joke where it becomes not only funny, where we can laugh at ourselves for having those those remaining problems in our psyches and in our, in our DNA. Huh. But we're actually able to never forget it because it was so memorable. The story was long. There were jokes in it. You never forget that someone that you respect had, an, had a problem with himself where he didn't accept people for who they are, and he was ballsy enough to put it out there. To me, that's a moment of... Po- I haven't heard the joke, so I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, but this is just an example. I might really like him because he did that,
1: uh-huh.
0: not hate him because of it not say oh that's a hundred percent of who he is and now he's in trouble with our community like yeah, you have
1: a, i mean yeah and it's, so it's just not fair well and, it's and not it accurate. already happened so it's like this accurate. that's what's so silly is like this happened over 10 years ago and he and people came out and said not cool the and then thing isn't and even then, and then he the, the but then he did me. this apology and everything and apologized for it and then and then it's done and then he took it all out of his comedy. He wasn't doing that kind of comedy anymore. Yeah. Then then he started making mo- movies. I mean, this is a long time ago. And then he started becoming Kevin <sighs> yeah. Hart that was just making movies and comedy and doing stand-up tours and become blowing up and huge. And then, like, you know, this many years later, right before he I don't even care hosts... that it
0: was a decade ago. Like, that doesn't bother me at all.
1: No, but it's, it's, th- it's success equals people coming out and trying to tarnish your career over shit that right. was already— re- Apologized for or whatever. Right,
0: the metrics of of the the procedure that you need to yeah. handle it now isn't. It's not even fair. It's been so long. He already did. Right, that's the point. Yep. It's
1: like that's why that's why he said no when the Oscars were like, "Hey, uh, we just need you to apologize." Guess
0: who's going to be booked next year?
1: Probably him. Yeah, but he was like, but he won't do it now. Because he's like he's like it's the he principal come, thing. I don't want. Around. He was like I don't want to take away from what the night's really
0: about, about the nominations and the movies. And he the... may grow out of that. He may feel that that has changed. That will probably change. Maybe not next year. Yeah, maybe not. But, but
1: yeah, it's it's so stupid.
0: Just the. I mean, it's probably a three-hour episode of Joe Rogan. Like I said, I saw. I saw it 16 on the minutes. on the feed. I, I
1: wanted to watch it, but uh, I just. I mean, Kevin Hart uh, yeah. has gotten
0: to the point now when, when he when he speaks. He's very good. At, he's very well spoken. Well, there's. That's not what I was gonna say. Uh, um, well, I just I've noticed that in terms of how he explains some, sometimes himself. Yeah, uh, I mean that's yeah. I I mean when he speaks, portions of it are always profound. Well, yeah. I mean he's he, a, he, he can have a regular conversation, but after a few after a few seconds after a minute, he's gonna say something that's really poignant. Even if he's not meaning to be, uh, um, uh, having not grandiose, but um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's not trying to to be like really be intense about it but he by default by his intelligence and experience and awareness of his experiences he speaks in this really profound way all the time it's awesome uh and like i, I was saying in the very beginning I'm i not know, really a,
1: that's what i meant by well spoken i know what profound way you're talking yeah. about and it's a lot of its interviews especially when it's about heavy stuff which i'm sure Joe can Rogan i say talks on. why
0: i was apprehensive about that and i'm, I'm yeah, I, I know yeah, what yeah. you meant and i don't want to like, I'm not pointing a finger at you, but just to, so transparency for listeners and ourselves. Uh-huh. Um, I've heard many uh, black people say in interviews and uh, things like that, they hate it or, or not to hate it. But there's this weird thing about when a, a white person says, oh, that black person is so well spoken, like it's some fucking surprise or like they have to say that, like they don't speak like a regular black person or whatever like that. It's a weird phrase that. I've um, never heard that. Okay, yeah. Only because
1: um, I didn't even think about his uh, him being black or white when I said well-spoken. I was just thinking about when I, hear him, when I hear not him in the, interviews, not, he's, like, yeah. he's very good at, at getting a point across uh, compared to any color person. I'm right. just thinking about Kevin Hart in specific. The interview he did on Ellen DeGeneres' show I'm thinking of particularly where he really does a good job of explaining why he won't uh, – do this hosting job now and, and the things that he apologized to, like he's very good at, uh, you know, referencing older times and years and certain things that he did that, you know, kind of, I, I don't know what I'm saying I'm not very yeah, well no, spoken right now no. <laughs> but but I'm just saying like he, he I just noticed that in a lot of his interviews he's just very articulate and very yeah very he is i mean he's a sure. professional
0: speaker yeah exactly um, that's my point too yeah. is
1: like he he goes on these press junkets and he gets asked these things over and over and over and over and over again at a point it becomes robotic it becomes repetitive and and you just nail the response right but he also is very good at you know using his emotion like the artist and performer he is.
0: A good performer can take the same fucking line and make it sound like a first time. That's, exactly, that's a, their fucking job. Of it's great. Yeah. Um, but regardless, mm-hmm. I know even though I'm not a Kevin Hart fan of his like his product, mm-hmm. I don't have any negative thought. Every every experience I've had where I've heard him speak or do a joke or you know make a quip on some somebody's you know cell phone. I've always liked him.
1: Yeah, he's. I I like. I, I don't like have. I like him. He, yeah. I just
0: like the guy. He, seem, he seems. He like seems fun and and, fun and smart dude. and 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 introspective and creative. Yeah, he's just. Man. And all the people that he works with, like
1: uh, one particular I think of is The Rock, just because he's a you know he's like that big superstar now. Right. He does all these movies and stuff, but he's worked with Kevin Hart a lot. And I I don't know. I I just maybe I watch i watch a lot of interview videos a lot of uh from like you know the tonight shows and stuff i always catch up on who was on just and i'll go on youtube and i'll just watch them all or the podcast interviews stuff like that but every time i see the bigger ones or on like fallon or whatever any person that's worked with or talks about kevin hart has like nothing but the best things to say about him in terms of professionalism in terms of kindness everything so it's and he, which and, is
0: why when something comes up, you're like, oh, he should be ostracized because he made so this stupid. comment 10 years ago. It's you're so like, dumb. you'll have to do better than that. I built up too and, much respect for this one thing to be, that's it, I'm done. Yeah. And I'm also like, and you're going to have to,
1: you know, get rid of, don't be a hypocrite. You got to get rid of every comedian you like in the world because all of them at one point probably made a little too edgy joke or whatever. Kramer, but again, we're trying, we're
0: trying, we're trying to find reason in someone who is not rational. Which we're we're pleading for some reason from someone who's not starting off with a, a framework of, of justice. They're they're after somebody to blame. it's right. That's and, the, it's, and that's that, not that was that his whole
1: point. Why he didn't want to do the Oscars? That's he says that he's like he's like listen, the fact. This is why I thought it was so well quote unquote well spoken. Was he said the fact that and I didn't even think of this when I was watching. He said the fact that somebody came out and did this twelve years third, what however long later, um really shows that they're specifically like out to get me right. and tarnish. They ignore me the fact my relationship already apologized. The my only- career. Yeah. Everything. And you know the, and then hosting the oscars he said it was on a vision board he had that when he was younger he that's definitely one thing in his mind that that would complete his like that's a dream hosting mm-hmm. that show and sure. I, I can imagine especially for a stand up or or a person who hosts and does that like he did that it's when, the bench, yeah.
0: benchmark of ben- hosting
1: oh, yeah. elite yeah so you know he said obviously when i got the call for that i i, I cried i was uh, like my life was complete blah, blah blah but his i love his integrity as a person to be like even though, and Ellen on the show was trying to get him to do it because she's hosted like mm-hmm. you know three times. She's great, and she said to him, she goes, "Listen, I called the Oscars committee, and I think this is not cool. Nope. Like, I think you need to be hosting. Like, I think it's more. She's like, I think it's bigger if you do go and say screw that to the person who's trying to. There's that too. And he said, I, I, he's like, I get that, and I respect him so much for this decision. Lily and I were talking about this, like, this you have to be a very big person and and know that. This thing's bigger than you, because it—if he did host this year, it would have taken away from the Oscars, no matter what, because it was so fresh, it was so in the news or whatever. It just would have been about that. Here's and and I get that. And I watched the Oscars, and honestly, it flowed
0: really nice without. Here's 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 the deal. He's doing that for himself, out of respect for himself, right? And it's really easy for him because. And I'll bring it back to the Joe Rogan interview he did just yesterday. He talks about his family like he loves his kids so much yeah we're, we're almost out of time uh, he loves his kids so much that that is more important to him than yeah. anything else outside so those things outside don't hold that much weight yeah. like when they go he doesn't he doesn't give them his time right, he right, talks about right. this this force field that he built up around him by by only um spending his time with people yeah yeah we're almost there um o- only spending time giving his time to people who support that healthy bubble that right. that force field and guess what the oscars weren't that fucking important to him anymore yeah they weren't they weren't so important like they were in that vision board as a kid yeah that he had to compromise doing it in a way that would take the level to something that wasn't up to his standards right yeah right. and i really liked it i'm gonna watch the rest of it maybe we'll talk about it next episode we do have to get going yeah we gotta go um yeah technical difficulties uh, comedians Um, People being offended. Rainbows? That was a good episode. Thanks, guys. See you next time.